is up duelists hello and welcome to pod of greed and this is the week that i think we should finally acknowledge the existence of other Yu-Gi-Oh podcasts they're out there but they're illegal and they will be shut down uh hi uh, uh i'm sarah um also known as it's battle city it's battle city in domino oh my god that's so <laughs> that's so good um, hi, I'm Max, a.k.a. Hal 9000 Life Points. Nice. I'm Dan Silva, a.k.a. Dualbot.exe. Pretty good. <laughs> we got two out of three this time. Dualbot cancelled. Retire. Rest in pieces, a Dualbot. Dualbot's what we used to record our episodes. Can we change Craig's create... name to Dualbot? Not while we're doing it, because that'll screw oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, we should, we, we should, we shouldn't do that. Also, um, I don't know if, I mean, this is getting rather ahead of ourselves, but I very much enjoyed the Jill Robot's voice in these episodes. I thought it was very yeah. calming, chill, like ASMR robot. Like HAL 9000. Yeah. Hmm. He was like, Kaiba, I am now going to kill you with the Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon. I, Get and- good, scrub. I watched the dub and don't remember what he sounds like. I think it was a generic robot voice. Yeah, Aww. I would bet money that it would sound like this because Four Kids does not have originality. Kaiba, I will destroy you with my dragons. Do you do the robot voice when you inhale too? Yeah. Bitch. This what is made? my robot voice. Kaiba, <laughs> please duel me. Give me purpose. Anyway, <laughs> that was bad audio. <laughs> What do you mean? Um, this is a good podcast with only good audio. No ASMR content here. Um, yeah. Hi, uh, listeners. Uh, we watch Yu-Gi-Oh! and talk about it. Let's watch. Let's talk about some Yu-Gi-Oh! We watched Yu-Gi-Oh! What did we watch? We watched episode 54 and 55 of Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 2, Battle Shitty. Oh, <gasps> Wrecked. Get did wrecked, I really Battle not Shitty. That? Did I really not say that yet? No. no. I feel like I say it to myself every single... Like, every couple of minutes when I'm watching these episodes, I'm like, <laughs> battle shitty. That's funny. Battle shitty. I've never I mean, thought I, of that. I live, I live near Ocean City, Maryland, and everyone calls it Ocean Shitty, so it's just, like, normal for, for my brain. My oh. East Coast elite brain. Hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> so, episode 51. 54. 54. Can't, can't read. This city becomes Battle City. It does. Uh, what is epi- it in English? Episode 5, Obelisk the Tormentor. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Which is hey, adequate. Guess. Accurate. We hey. did see our boy. Hey, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, what is Opelous the Tormentor's favorite song? Mm. Um. Nope. Um, the Opelous the Tormentor's favorite song is I Am Blue by Ivo 65. Oh, that one. He, he, yeah, the he, one that he, Goofy yeah, sings. He's, yeah, he's, he's one, No, not the one that... I hate it. <laughs> J- joke's over. I hate that thing. God, I listened to a lot of Radio Disney when I was a kid. They had a lot of songs like that. They were prolific. Mm. Um, Shall we enter the game? Enter the game. And actually, we enter the museum Um, at the start of episode 54. 
Um, Yami's kind of out there having a bit of a cotton eye Joe moment because he's like, there are clues to my past in that museum. Who am I? Where did I come from? Where must I go? Into the museum I go. <laughs> um, so they, they go in the museum. We get to see it like in the reflection as they're walking through the museum. We get to see actual King Tut. Like, yeah, hey, his sarcophagus is just there, but that's not important. Yeah. There is an actual Egypt exhibit that doesn't have anything to do with cards. <laughs> also, Yami has shoes. Yami has shoes for the first time in forever. Um, did I ever? I don't think I actually ever ended up talking about on the podcast about my theory as to why Yami didn't have shoes in Jila's Kingdom. No, I'm pretty sure you did. I not. I talked about it in the chat, but not on uh, not on the actual uh, podcast. Well, either way, why don't you tell us? Well, okay. Basically, they didn't have you know. Uh, trousers didn't exist in ancient Egyptian times. Actually, trousers, you know, speaking as a costume historian here, trousers are a very recent, relatively recent invention, and up until like medieval times and well into the 16th century, no one really wore trousers except for laborers. Um, but basically, I feel like when, if, if you're like an ancient Egyptian pharaoh and you kind of come to consciousness in this modern day and age, you look at these things and you say, why? Like, what are these things that cover both of the legs? That's not like a clothing. These are shoes to me. Cause you know, they may not have had trousers in ancient Egyptian times, but they sure had like shoes and boots and sandals and like leg protections for like when they were working, but they all started at the foot and came all the way up the leg. So my theory is that Yami thinks trousers and shoes are the same thing. Huh. Confirmed. They're jikes. Jikes? Jites. Jites. What? Jean tights. Ah. Uh, I thought it was more like a leather looking material. Oh, yeah. I mean, in like Duelist Kingdom, they were more jean like. So, really, what you're saying is that season one Yami is just wearing like one very big shoe that covers his bottom half? Yes. Yes. AKA. Oh, wait, I remember what I called it now. Jody Jajamas. Weren't they <laughs> jantyhose? Like pantyhose? They were jantyhose! Jantyhose, that's it. We got there, Reddit. Judy Jodie um, Jajamas is good, though. It sounds like you're starting to beatbox when you do Judy, that. Judy Jajamas, Judy Jajamas. Um, yeah, okay, so they go into the museum. Um, there's like a. I did notice there was a big red arrow pointing somewhere in the museum. Um, <laughs> Call back. Just a throwback, a little, little, little Easter egg there. Um, and Yami basically immediately like knows to go into the basement. Um, it's really funny. It's like immediately goes to the closed off parts of the museum because he knows that's where all the good shit is. And like, yeah, same. Yeah, Taya's like, how do you know there's a basement here? And he just walks down the stairs. Like, he doesn't even say anything. He just goes in there. Oh my God, this part is so good. Yeah. Um, so he, he just finds, immediately finds the relief carving. Um, of that shows the deal between the ancient pharaoh with the Naruto headband and the mysterious priest, priest, and he just kind of looks at it and is like, "I'm pharaoh, me? <laughs> On Zoom, That's me. I now know who I am." Yeah, it's so good. So yeah, like basically, we just get like the exact same backstory dump, but like yeah. condensed in a minute. Thank God, God bless you. Yeah, it's we don't so need to spend fast. Episode. It's so fast because he, his Millennium Artifact does not give him the power of exposition. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know what? Shadi's and Ishizu's Millennium Artifacts both have the power of exposition. 
Yeah, Shit. I think it's true. I think Yugi's right. more just has the power of like rule dump instead of lord dump. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. A set of rules are like game mechanics and you have to fit them together like lore. I don't know if I can know. Um, Checks out. Yeah. Mia, I was actually very impressed during the scene about how kind of chill Yami is with finding this stuff out. It's kind of like he already subconsciously knew it and is just yeah. like, ah, confirmed. Hashtag confirmed. Illuminati confirmed because get like little triangle with an eye in it. Ooh. I can't believe I can't believe this warg of the week of Yami warging into Yugi is actually confirmed. <laughs> does does Yami is Illuminati? Um so yeah, basically <clears throat> he 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 you know tells Anzu all the stuff about he knows who he is, he knows like what the millennium artifacts are essentially. Um he mentions that the Millennium Necklace, which is the one Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. This is when Isis just shows up, yeah, right? Yeah. She, shows she just up. appears. Yeah, she's she's like, and you'd be here. I can yeah. feel it in my bones. I think the the line that uh, Yami says before she she appears, he's just like, ah, well, it's no wonder I lost my memories since so much time passed. Mm. Um, he's he's well chill, um, and just kind of lighthearted about it. But yeah, yeah, then Isis is here, and she has a Millennium Necklace. Yeah, she, she says that the um <clears throat> the Millennium Necklace has the power to see the near future. So that's how she knew that y- that Yami would show up. But, mm. you know, the power to see the near future also lets you see 5,000 years into the past, naturally. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how she- it's like they say in that one Discworld book. Uh, you could look into the future, but it's actually easier to look into the present. <laughs> or as I say, time not real. <laughs> Thank you, Granny Weatherwags. <laughs> Granny Weathermax! Um... <laughs> I bet that's really funny. It, just, it it's it's very it's very funny. Um, you have to have a high IQ to read this world. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> God. Um, yeah. So Isis uh, and Yami have a kind of not very productive conversation. Basically, she says some stuff about how she's not his enemy, but there's someone out there who is. Um, and the main thing she tells them is that he needs to go straight to Domino City Plaza right now. He, yeah. I and think then she she's, she does, she doesn't say that specifically, but she does tell him in the dub that, that like, that Destiny's bringing him to this and like, joining Battle City will let him find all the answers he's looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she <clears throat> talks about how, you know, in order to basically recover all of your memories, you're going to have to collect the seven star spirits in order to defeat Bowser. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So now we know, based on all of our collective knowledge, what the seven Millennium Artifacts are. Puzzle, Yugi. I, Bakker has that one now, right? Yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah, in he his did. Pocket. Shoddy Lick has the key. Pegasus's eye hole. Keeps Shoddy his- has the key, and he also had the scales in season zero, right? Yep, he did. So presumably he has that too. The necklace that Isis has, uh-huh. and the scepter that we see. The rod, uh, Max. The mystery. Was it? I thought it was a scepter. It's a it rod. It is a scepter, but it's called the rod. Man, it's always that's... called the rod, even in the okay. dub. Oh, God bless. All right. So yeah, those are the seven millennium And then artifacts. the ring. Oh yeah, the ring. I completely, that was in my notes and but forgot. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that. We, we um, got them all. Do we get a wish now? Can we get our wish? 
Um, we, you collect the seven Millennium Artifacts, and Shenron appears, and you make a wish about the Egyptian god. No, yeah. you, Yami has to get all seven to become super Yami. <laughs> to go beyond. <laughs> Obama chuckled. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, uh, Isis leaves, um... Anzu has like Anzu kind of throughout this is a bit like what the hap is fucking like what is going on yeah um and I kind of she's feel for her it, there she's taking it much better than Kaiba did yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um uh, which speaking of Kaiba I think Yami the before he leaves the museum Yami kind of sits there and like ponders the relief carving and recognizes Kaiba and he's like our battle is happening oh I'm Yami and I'm Destiny um, and then we cut to Kaiba Corp. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all heard of technology? Yeah. Y'all heard Love of it. the Y'all heard of the single dumbest thing anyone has ever invented that the whole world knows and loves. It's the most iconic thing of this series, maybe. The dual disc. Yeah. The real dual disc. Forget it, that stupid yo-yo. We're in arm blades now. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is the actual first time we properly see it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's like, like dual disc version two or whatever. Yeah, and like dual discs are like a long term thing throughout the rest of all of the series. Like, like there's different ones that get different designs, and like some of them are really funny or weird. But there, it always looks kind of like this. Some of them are funny and weird. Not all of well, them. Well, <laughs> you see, in I, it's a long ways away, but there is an arc in. Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds where they go to a, a Wild West town and they pull out guns, but the guns turn into dual discs. <laughs> D- Dan? Yeah? You have just made me want to see the new series of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> uh, there, there's... I mean, like, I already did, but now yeah. it's, like, cemented. Yeah, it is... The I mean, way... honestly, honestly, though, like, you know me being weird about lore again it makes perfect sense that this would be in here forever because they always need a way to have the monsters show up as holograms because it's not like they're always going to be dealing with real monsters maybe they do later on i don't know no spoilers for that for me but like there's always a way you always have to be able to play your cards and always have to have the monsters displayed so like dual disc that's Mm Yu-Gi-Oh, baby Um, yeah like this i think like kaiba does a vague explanation of how the dual disc works and like satellites are involved yeah so yeah, it's it's it's, it's convoluted. Yeah, it's it's, it's quite bizarre. an adventure. The the disc sends the card data to the satellite, the Kaiba Corp branded satellites that are all over the Earth, which basically beams the data back to like the servers and like back into the dual disc to get the monster data to like the hologram data. But I'm like, you have a hunk of technology on your arm. Like, do you not just have all of the the data in the thing already? Is it that convoluted? I mean, I wasn't, to be, I wasn't really paying attention to this explanation, and I thought for a wee bit that, like, the hologram, like, came out of the satellite, like, the satellite projected the hologram, like, down yeah, onto same. the earth in the city, and I was like, See, wait, what? If it was that wild, I wouldn't have even questioned it. I'd have been like, yeah, okay, checks out, I, mean, I believe it. I'd, yeah, I'd believe it. Yeah. Also, Kaiba Corp can keep track of anyone who has a dual disc, and you need a dual disc to play in Battle City. Damn, surveillance state much? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- there is definitely a thing somewhere in the series where, like, you can't live in Domino City without having a deck and <laughs> registering it to, like, Kaiba. Kaiba owns the city! Literally. Ah! Kaiba is... Kaiba is literally Big Brother, because he's Mokuba's big brother. <gasps> hmm. Sarah. Makes you think. 
it's Neo Domino City, and they're and uh, Kaiba Corp owns the city literally. He's basically a cyberpunk CEO. Shadowrun Yu-Gi-Oh expansion. And he does, he is kind of getting into that aesthetic. We do finally see him in his iconic white coat with yeah. like the studs around the collar, with oh. KC on the lapels, with the big swish and the like no sleeves. It's a fucking good coat. If, yeah. if nothing else, he knows how to dress. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like t- cyberpunk, you know, surveillance state cyberpunk, but really aesthetic cyberpunk. Those were yeah. sentences, in case you couldn't tell. Yeah. Um,. Okay, so there's a dual robot in this scene. Mokuba programs the dual robot. Mokuba get in dual robot or something. Yeah, basically, it's like this is the test. It's like a test for Kaiba, but also like mainly the test for um, the, the dual disc. But also, most importantly, this is how we learn the rules of like basically the rest of the whole Yu-Gi-Oh series, more or less. Oh yeah, because like yeah. the robot with the cam ASMR arm. ASMR voice does like kind of read it to it. It's like, you have to have 400 life points so I can now attack you directly. Oh, I will yeah. tribute oh, these monsters. <clears throat> Ore no turn. Oh my god, my voice is too scratchy <laughs> for that. The robot says Ore no turn. It's very they, Okay. I don't know if this is. They, it, oh no, actually it probably is, but they do establish that this. That the monsters in the sim can hurt Kaiba for real when he yep. turns the safeguards off. Yep. Yeah, du- Kaiba like discs. programmed this deal to hurt him if he lost Card- cards that hurt the user. He likes it, actually. He likes it. It's the oh god, I love it. It's, of course, thank you, Kaiba. Of course, nobody else but you. Like, um, thank you, boss. They like have to like make sure they have medics on staff, and it, and like the probability of injury is ninety percent. <laughs> Again, hey, Domino City has no regulations because it's owned and run by a teenager. It's, it's In a fine. surveillance state, risk assessments don't exist. The free market. The free gaming. You know, no rules. Hmm. All, all rules, all hurt, all pain, no gaming. Yeah, it's all rules now. Um, so yeah, the, the, the robot's tactics levels are set to max, um, which is named after me because I'm really good at Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> And they're all like, Kaiba, you're going to get your butt whooped by this thing. And he kind of does. Yeah. Well, is it is it Mokuba who believes in him and everyone else doesn't? Or is it the other way around? I completely I, forget. I feel like nobody... Be- I swear to God, like, no one believes in him. They're I don't all think telling Mokuba him this is him. a bad idea and he shouldn't do it. Everyone's okay. just like, Kaiba, please stop. Kaiba, stop. Please, Kaiba, stop. You've given this this robot your deck, your strongest deck, with all your strongest dragons. Please, you're gonna die. Don't do this. And then he Sarah, does it anyway. Sarah, thank you for describing the entirety of Dual Monsters. Kaiba, please stop. <laughs> it's good, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> and I like to it. see it. Um, so the first new rule we see is life points are at 4,000 now. Yeah. Which is kind of necessary, because otherwise you could just, like, end it really fast. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, you have to do, like, sacrifices to summon more powerful monsters. In this case, uh, you have to sacrifice two monsters to summon a Blue Eyes. Yeah, I believe, from what I remember from Yu-Gi-Oh!, if it's um, you anywhere from one to four stars, you can just play. Mm-hmm. Uh, five and six, you have to tribute one monster. Uh, I think seven and eight, you have to do two, and I think nine and above, you have to do three. If I remember correctly, I'm probably wrong. Don't at me. 
I don't know the rules and I don't care. I'm going to lose the They're round in one. our channel. We have a channel for rules. <laughs> That's true. God. That's true. Um, we could read them anytime we like. We're just not going to. I... No, I, I really gotta actually play this damn game. I like I actually have <laughs> the good. opportunity. Like I could Doing just things, like baby. I could literally just like take a bus to the game shop down the street and like buy a deck and play on a Thursday night. Yeah, shout out to West End Games in Glasgow, which has like Yu Gi Oh days on I think Sundays. And I'm like, maybe I should just yeah. I should go to Glasgow and play Yu Gi Oh on some Sundays. The owners know me as well because I made some big dice for them, so they like me, and they'd probably big be dice. very keen for me to play Yu Gi Oh with them. But I just like, yeah. Etsy dot com slash really big dice. Yeah. Oh yeah, actually, I kind or of I, I have some sad news because I I put my shop on hiatus just before Christmas, and I. Oh. Haven't oh, no. taken it off because I've been really busy costuming like, like three that. shows. That's okay. I'm glad I'm able to And I feel really sad in. about it. I feel really bad. I mean, you One could day... use the cor- code uh, Kaiba Corp for 21% off, but the shop isn't actually open right now. <laughs> One day, we'll make a triumphant return. Yeah, yeah it will. Maybe. I'll make a comeback. Um, So the duel happens and the robot is winning. Yeah. Um, yeah, the robot just like mercs Kaiba. It's like all these combos. Yeah, there's like dragon summoning flute, dragon lord of D, more lord dragon stuff. D. Another dragon comes out, and then suddenly there's a million dragons, and suddenly there's blue eyes fucking ultimate dragon. Yeah. Um. This part. Oh, also, um, the another rule is that when you fuse a monster, you can't attack the same turn as you fuse. I'm sure mm-hmm. that'll be like really important later on because yeah. otherwise, you know, it's still busted. So. This is like an actually incredible moment. All my notes First, are in all caps for this moment. Yeah. Kaiba is about to cry seeing blue eyes. He stares death in the face and he loves it. He just goes, blue eyes. Like his, his eyes do the thing in anime when you're staring really intensely where like the eye it like wiggles back and forth between the frames. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he's staring. Um Kaiba basically thinks back to when he brought out Blue Eyes Ultimate against Yami mm-hmm. and is like, Yugi face down this fear. Like, so, and he, basically, Kaiba gets inspired by Yugi's strength facing down Blue Eyes Ultimate that he does it himself. Yeah, he's like, like you, you never me? hesitated. You always Hello? believed in your cards. A duelist's biggest enemy is the fear inside his heart known as a monster. Oh. Kaiba! Kaiba, you're a poet! Kaiba, like, fucking. At this, I feel like this was the point that Kaiba, like, got it. I know we've been saying that Kaiba is the only anime antagonist to never get a redemption arc. This is basically Kaiba's redemption arc, right? This very moment. I mean, it's not redemption. It's like a... It's understanding. Yeah. It's character development. It is. Character development, baby! Because, um, folks, Kaiba uses the heart of the cards. He uses the heart of the cards. And, like, as he does it, the kind of the image of Yami that's superimposed over the screen, over the uh, Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon, kind of, like, glows and explodes into all this golden light. And Kaiba, like, dramatically draws from his deck using the heart of the goddamn cards. And then, like, you know, it's, it's, he's here. The boy is here. The big blue boy is here. And everything big is golden light. Oh. Big boy alert. Big boy alert. Um, Obelisk the Tormentor is the proto-himbo. Obelisk <laughs> the Tormentor is the beefiest boy you could ever conceive of. 
Oops, all beef. Yeah. Obelisk the Tormentor is built like a brick shit house. He's 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 gone from muscle puberty to muscle adulthood. He is <laughs> twice as wide as he is tall. Yeah. He's a living chode. He's an absolute. Oh my <laughs> he god. He has one. I was <laughs> determined. He is definitely an absolute unit. He, he, is, an- uh, he is the proto unit. He is the Uber unit. And all the computers are breaking here because Obelisk is just too damn, too much of a unit. He's literally a god, though. Like, it makes sense why it would destroy the technology because this is not meant to be in the game. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He does, he literally breaks the game by being too powerful and not, like, literally just breaks everything. Yeah. So, Um, Obelisk, Obelisk is gonna, erase blue eyes ultimate from this earth the quote here is forgive me ultimate dragon this god will make you rest in peace holy shit god hand crusher baby yeah and he just punches blue eyes ultimate apart like it's three different frames of it punching each of his heads it's so good yeah yeah and and like the computer gets punched in half and <laughs> kaiba fucking just is fucking living he's just like yes Which, it's like the same it's like the scene in Dragon Ball when Piccolo fuses with Kami, and he's like, "Oh, oh, his power, yes, oh. That's no, Nail, but do. he does say, "No, he, I thought it was with Kami." He well, doesn't freak out when no. he fuses with Nail. Well, maybe. Well, the fusion with Nail is the one he says, "I feel great. I can do this." <laughs> no, I think with okay, it was either with Kami or Nail. Either way, it's when Piccolo fuses with another Nameki, and he's like just absolutely loving it, and Kaiba feels the same way. Oh. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the end of that scene, and it was yeah. very very good. I love um, it. For the we we cut uh, basically we cut back to the museum, uh, specifically outside the museum. Um, and I don't think you get this in the dub because I was chatting to Argyle earlier, and um, I don't think it's in the, in the dub. But basically, uh, Yami asks Anzu to like not tell Yugi about any of the stuff they talked about that day. Hmm. He's just like. Please, like, don't tell him about the tablet. Don't tell him about what Isis said. Um, basically, because you know, if Yami is able to get his memories back, then that might mean that he's not able to stay with Yugi, and like, he doesn't want Yugi to worry. Um, mm. And I'm like, oh, ba- oh ba- uh. <laughs> I cry. I cry. I don't think that's in it. No, no. Yeah. I, I the next scene I have is like, just like this really cool night shot where like they're, I guess they're in like a plaza in domino city and like so yugi yami is like still with tay and he does say that like he's still gonna do this but he doesn't 100 percent ishizu and, yeah and like then my valentine shows up and, oh i'd love to see her yeah yeah i actually noticed like i don't know if you guys noticed but like the the uh, sort of the character Characters seem like a bit different. Like all their yeah. eyes seem drawn a yeah. bit bigger, and they seem just like I like it actually. But I don't yeah, know. No, if, it, did you notice that? I mean, that is something I would chalk up to different episode artists yeah. because yeah. it like pretty much every single episode. Like whenever we like you know watch like two or three a week, you can always tell it's a different. I guess to speed up production to have you know several episodes being worked on at once. But like yeah. their look just changes all the time. I I like I like this one actually. It's. Yeah, it's good. If you and also if you notice in this plaza area, there's like a bunch of other duelists there, and they all look like 
complete doofuses. Nobody yeah. has like a, a a casual outfit on. They're all like, wearing like weird leather and spikes and stuff. Like it's not quite stand user levels of you know, like you can tell this person is a duelist, but like you can tell this person is a duelist, or you yeah. can tell this oh, person yeah. is stand user, or Big whatever. Time. Yeah, um, because I think after you know after Yami is just like, oh, I don't want my other self to worry, and me, we built this deck together, and I love him. Uh, blah blah blah. He's we like, there's something deck. weird about this plaza, and kind of looks around at all the uh, <sighs> obvious duelists before Mai shows up. Mai um, shows up. What does She's Mai like, say? Ooh, Anzu, uh, are you on a date? Oh, they do <laughs> yeah. say that. Yeah, she says Whatever. that like nobody really knows who's sending all these invites, but it. But from what she's been able to put together, it's someone with a ton of cash and an obnoxious attitude. So probably I don't Kaiba. know who that could be. I think what yeah. she says in the sub is like there was this was announced on the internet. Like it, she doesn't see she just says <laughs> it was on the internet. So basically, it's just like oh yeah, there was a four chan post saying to come here. <laughs> the internet exists in Yu Gi Oh now. It's confirmed. Yeah, it definitely exists. Uh, um. So, so at, at this point is when the big man himself shows up. Yeah. The big Kaiba, Kaiba hacks all the TVs, but he doesn't hack the TVs because, remember, he owns the city. So he probably just says, hey, can I get airtime? And they're like, yes, sir, Kaiba, sir, I love you so much. Hmm. And puts him on TV. Oh, shit. Before he says this stuff, he we do, like you said, they do like talk about all these weird familiar... All these weird faces they're seeing. Oh, yeah. Uh, they mention uh, Rex Raptor and Weevil Underwood. Tweet and, D&D of course, Mako Tsunami. But there's another, there's a new face among them, uh, a psychic named Esperoba. <clears throat> how, how is, so in the dub, it's Esperoba, like E-S-P-A? Yeah. Right? For whatever reason, it's Esperoba. Like well, that's Esper. just like this weird thing yeah. in like Japan. because he's an Esper. That's yeah. like his yeah. theme. It seems yeah. like such a weird, I don't know, it's like such a weird change in the translation i don't even know why they bothered with i don't think it's that weird because like 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 esper esper as a term for psychic is way more common in like japan than it is in america okay i don't think i've heard that term before so that might be it max didn't you just start watching mob psycho 100 i've seen two episodes yeah they talk about espers in the do they i think they just call them like psychics oh okay yeah more you know the more Um, you know yeah, he's in. A, he's he'll be in a few weeks. Look forward to that, listeners. Mm. Um, so yeah, Kaiba is in all the screens, mm. and boys, it's Battle City time. Aunt Aunt. What are the rules? Uh, you need a deck and a disc. That yeah. yeah. And you got to bet your rarest card. Yeah, you have to have a forty card deck that includes rare cards because like Kaiba is fully bought into this sting operation. It's so mm. good. Oh yeah, shit! Because this is whole this like this is a thing that he <laughs> in, 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 and yeah, I forgot. I fucking forgot already. It's only been one episode, and I forgot about the sting operation with ISIS. <clears throat> so it's great. Yeah, they've got to bet their rarest card, and the winner is the one who gets the card. Uh, uh, the, there is like a brief shot of like Kaiba in a helicopter to complete the announcement, saying the tournament starts in one week. Ugh, it's yes, so good. Yeah. Like, um, just fucking drama queen. Like, sick guitar music is playing yeah. in the background while he just, like, helicopters into the top of the plaza, like, hanging out the window, dual disc yes. on his arm, like, yelling about Battle City. And He's like, he, he looks down, he sees Yugi, he's like, Yugi, I knew you'd be here. Hmm. Do you think Kaiba <laughs> has, like, 
has like stands the way Elon Musk has stands. Yeah, it's us. I think it is un. It is impossible to believe that he doesn't. Mm. <laughs> it is us. You're right, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, he's talking about. They're like, "Where's the tournament?" And he's like, "It's all over Domino City." So he calls it Dominocho, which is like, you know, that's how you say like a city or neighborhood or whatever in Japan. But oh, yeah. on the other hand, dummy, 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 Dominocho <laughs> Radio. The only. They have this weirdly specific way of referring to it in the dub as the town of Domino. Just maybe it was some weird. <laughs> the town with giant skyscrapers. Yeah, and a pop blimp. punk voice. Let's get out of this town. The town of Domino. It's like town of Domino. Word. We're playing my cards all day, living this surveillance day. Love this pop punk god band we're starting. This is good. Uh, we're going to be the. Uh, call ourselves the ghouls. The ghouls. The ghouls. Um, hey, remember the person whose name we've been bleeping out for the last two episodes? Uh, yes, um, uh, Mr. Mr. Mark, sir? Sir, Mr. Mark, sir, there's a bunch of jewelists gathering in Domino City. It's the... We get to see his face. There, These people in the co- cloaks are rare hunters. Get to see the rod. We yes. get to see his eyeliner. He does get his yes. rod out. He does get his rod out. Has his rod in his hands the whole time. Yeah, and that's the end of this episode. It that's ends it. So, with uh, Mr. Marek, sir, getting his rod out and setting mysterious and evil plans in motion for Domino City. He's yeah, like, he's Domino like, City, I'm coming for you. He's the leader of the ghouls, and they do actually refer to them as the Rare Hunters, which is, I guess, like a faction within the ghouls, mm-hmm. who are, you know, like we said before, the people who like fight people and get the rare cards. Um wonder if we're going to see them soon. Mm. Um. <clears throat> hey. Hey. Yeah. Y- y'all. Y'all heard of video games? No. Max, what have you been? What have you been? What the have oh you been playing? God. What haven't I been playing? I lent Xenoblade Two to a friend like months ago, um, and just got it back now. And I like, basically restarted, and I was back at the. I'm back at the point now where I was when I first left off, so I don't really have anything to say about that. Um, friend of the show, Dark Roger James Mason, has been playing through Okami, which inspired me to play Okami because I got like the HD version of it like a while back and barely touched it. Um, Okami is one of the best Zelda games. <laughs> As in, it's better than a lot of like the 3D Zelda games. Using the same formula, you play as a wolf named Shiranui. Or no, I'm sorry, a descendant of the wolf Shiranui, who's like a legendary hero inhabited by the sun god Amaterasu. Mm. Um, the story is you have to... Well, like the, the intro the story is... Okami goes on a little too long and like the story changes over time, which is kind of weird. But you have to stop this the eight-headed dragon Orochi from destroying Nippon, which is... Or, yeah, they call it Nippon in the game. Um, hey, that's Japanese for Japan. More you know. Um, it's one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. It's basically the entire thing is drawn as if it's a Japanese woodblock painting. Like the whole game is in a worm. Way. Oh my god! Oh my god, Sarah! Like so, basically, your main weapon is the magic paintbrush. 
a worms. So you like draw on the screen. So if you draw a lion, it's a slash. You can like sprout trees and make the sun come out. You can do all sorts of crazy things with it. Um, oh, shit. I've just googled Okami and it's it's so pretty, right? Yeah. yeah. That's that's um, a that's a wolf. <clears throat> that's a boy. Yeah, you, yeah you, you you yeah you play as this wonderful majestic creature and everyone just sees her as just a gray wolf and they're like hey dog it tommy wiseau voice hi doggy the whole like <laughs> hi, that's doggy. what they are the whole time um you it's really cool your weapons are like you attack with mirrors um with like rosary beads and with swords basically um it's a really really cool game it's like 20 bucks for the hd version you're doing yourself a favor if you play it um also it's made by team clover who did i think the first devil may cry and beautiful joe and they turn into Platinum Games, which is, like, the best developer in the world. Hideki Kamiya blocked me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> did did you that. ask, is that a joke or not? Oh, Dan, that's not a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tweeted at him, like, years ago, saying, what if Platinum made a JoJo game? And he blocked me. <laughs> oh, that sounds like something you would block someone over. He blocks everyone who tweets at him in English, and I didn't realize that when I did it, so it's totally yeah. my fault. But also, Hideki Kamiya blocked me personally on Twitter, so... I, I mean, stand. He it he has the only way you can at him and not get blocked is you have to say, "Hey, I enjoyed this game you made," and yep. he'll retweet it. But if you if it's a game he didn't make, then you get blocked. <laughs> if it's in English, and you have to do it in Japanese as well, otherwise you're blocked. Mm-hmm. Hmm. He's a very <laughs> abrasive personality, and we all love him. Dan, what have you been playing? So, in addition to my usual stuff, uh. I decided, you know what, I never got around to beating uh, Doom 2016, so yes. I'm going to do that. You're so going to Doom that. I just did that earlier today. I finished it. Yes. It Woo. was a lot of fun. Round it, of applause. It was incredible. I got to shoot up. I got to kill the Cyber Demon by shooting at it until it died. I, I. Oh God, the Cyber Demon fight's so good. Yeah, it's so good. There, like, I love... I I I loved it so much. It was a lot of fun. It's uh, such a good game. Yeah. Uh, what else was I going to say? Uh, I don't know what else to say beyond that. Beyond I'm looking forward to Doom Eternal. Also, big, just big a quick eat. mention. I'll go more into it next week when I've played <laughs> it some more. But earlier today, I started Hypnospace Outlaw, which came out on the day of this recording. It's really funny. It's good. It's... It's like this sort of pair. It's like this game where you like are a moderator in on an alternate history 1999 internet. Uh, so Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. There's there's a lot of neat stuff in it. I'll probably tell you more when I get more into it. But yeah, uh, I do want to note that like. Please buy that game. It's very good. Uh, That's all I have to say for now. See you, Space Outlaw. Mm. See you, Space Outlaw. Yeah. Um, And I generated myself a Pokemon in here, which is number 708, Phantom. Uh, which is ghost grass type. Oh, uh, hey, description says, before. according to legend, medicine to cure any illness can be made by plucking the green leaves on its head, burying them, and boiling down the liquid. So this is tea, Pokemon. Um, um, it's important to note before you get further into your rankings. Um, the other Pokedex entries it has 
It's the spirit of a child who got lost and died in the woods. Hmm. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Just so you know. See, based on that description, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll take it into consideration when ranking this Pokemon, but it, I don't think it's going to influence my my decision much because my decision is based on you know, you know Sunkern? Yes. Right? Who could forget? And Sunkern is a sprouted grain, which is what malt yeah. is. So, basically you could make a really good whiskey out of Sunkern. Hmm. And and that that's that's good. Like I don't think I've rated Sunkern, but Sunkern would have a high rating for the fact that it is a tasty Pokemon. And this little ghost child grass, ghost grass child haunted kiddo is also pretty tasty. Um and just just for the fact that like it's it's also a consumable, um, that I'm I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Because you can eat it. Hmm. I'd eat this Pokemon Here's- four out of five. Hmm. Wow. Here's a rhetorical question that we cannot get into for fear of, you know, an hour-long episode. Is it vegan to eat plant Pokemon? No. Think about that. We'll discuss this later. Right, let's move on to episode 55. Ghouls attack, red eyes be dragon, targeted. Um, Okay. Yeah. What's what's, what's English? Uh, English title is... uh, uh, Stalked by rare hunters, which is accurate. Yep. Yeah, they they did if, that. If um, nothing else, four kids is always accurate. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of open with the gang around the roof, and Joey is like, "There's a tournament. What? Why wasn't I informed?" Like, I was Joey second. Gets, pl- I was. He, I finished eighth at regionals. He got the lore dump off screen, and like, like they <laughs> Joey thinks that Kaiba, that Kaiba didn't give him an invite because Kaiba doesn't like him. Where did you get that idea? True. He's that's that's almost assuredly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Um, and they're talking about how, well, don't miss the start of the tournament because the night before is Shizuka's surgery. Yeah. You don't want to miss that. Um, and I do have a joke here. Jinochi shows up 15 minutes late to Battle City with Shizuka's old eyes in his hand. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) I don't like it. I like that. That's a no from me. Um, we're, gonna, we're gonna veto this one. Yeah, no, no, rejected. Uh, removed. <laughs> Un- understandable. Um, yeah, like they have some talk, and Joey's like, "Ah, it'll be fine." Um, spoiler alert: it's not. He ha- he kisses his red eyes card because that's. I, oh my god, I love that. <clears throat> yeah. He does kiss the card. Uh, they're they're held together by the red string of victory. Yeah, this is a thing in Japan. He does like tell him that he will have to adjust to the new dual disc and like to, and that how the rules will be different. And Joey does get a flashback to the time Kaiva called him a dog. Yeah, yeah specifically that moment. Yeah, it was he gets fin- a horny flashback. <laughs> he does. Um, Yugi also like explains what gambling is to Yugi also explains like what gambling is to Joey and that Joey will have to give up his red eyes be dragon if he loses and Joey's like, oh no. He um, never lose. Joey? Lose? What <sighs> never happened? Um and then they kind of all make a plan to go to the game shop. Um Yugi's granddad's shop doesn't sell dual discs, um, but they know there's like some other shops. Yeah. Uh, they actually yeah. end up going to the same shop that Anzu and Yami went to yesterday huh. on their little date. I didn't notice yeah. that. <clears throat> Do you think that um, Kaiba specifically disallowed Yugi's grandpa shop from <laughs> selling dual discs because he hates Yugi's gut so much? You know what I actually think? 
I think that uh, Kaiba posted the dual disc like wholesale listing on the internet, and that Suguroku doesn't use the internet. <laughs> yeah, no, that's even better. I think he's just it's too old, old to know what the what like technology is. I think. <laughs> yeah, I believe I, it. I think Suguroku uh, Solomon Moto does have a web page, and it's very poorly designed in it. It plays a MIDI of of a. a it plays like a jingle midi and advertises his shop. And did Yugi design this website? No, he he paid Weevil Underwood to design him a GeoCities page. <laughs> you say that, but it's definitely a GeoCities page. It's two thousand. It is a G. It's, it's two thousand two. Two thousand three. Yeah. Oh uh, man. Yeah. Um. On the way. Um, on the way to the game shop, I think Anzu asks Yugi about Yami, and uh, we find out this is probably a sub exclusive thing. But we find out that like Yami hasn't told Yugi about the Faro stuff and the tablets, and that um, Yugi's a bit clueless. Um, and Yugi kind of goes on one about how it's like really weird that Yami wants to enter this tournament because like of this moral philosophy that Yami has about dual monsters card and how they're all special and you shouldn't bet them. Um, oh, it's so good. A real card isn't rare because it's scarce. It's because they're irreplaceable to you. It's a very good philosophy. <laughs> we Thank definitely you, Yami. don't get any of this. Okay, right. He um, does. He is worried about losing the Dark Magician, though. Um, I would oh. be. Okay. There's also a really cute line about how basically Anzu cheered Yami up. Like Yuki said, talks tells Anzu about how Yami just seems to be in a much better mood today. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Oh, it's so good. I so think I we suppose... just get a lore dump. Yeah, yeah, I suppose we just yeah. arrive at the game shop. Um, yep. Then, um, so yeah, surveillance state time again. Kaiba has detailed information on every single duelist in the city and seems to have like personally ranked all of them. Yeah. yeah, it's like that Chinese social ranking thing you hear about. What? Yeah, no, it's like a, it's just gov- basically this government thing in China where they basically implemented, and maybe this is a crackpot conspiracy theory that I didn't realize was a conspiracy theory, it's but b- basically it's like, yeah, chi- social credit is what it's called. <clears throat> and basically it's like every citizen is applied a social credit basically based on like, it's basically their national reputation system. Oh, hmm. It's fucked. It's fucked I up. I don't it's think I've heard that. But... Yeah, I, it's I it's it's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> so this bit. is, but this is that, but just exclusively for gaming. Um. Yep. Yugi Yugi's level eight. You know, his picture gets pulled up on the computer, and of course, it's a picture of Yami. Um. <laughs> and he's got like the highest rating, the highest ranking, and therefore he gets a geo disc for free. But Joey, on the other hand, mm. <laughs> he's a two. He has a one star ranking, and it's, and it's. Is it? Did they change it to one? Yeah. For four kids? Yeah. <laughs> it's two for us. Damn, four kids punching down. Yeah. My favorite thing about our version, and I'm not tell tell me if four kids has this, but Kaiba seems to have left like a personalized note on Joey's profile saying he's a nobody. <laughs> I don't think we got that, but. They definitely are 100% certain that Kaiba fixed the results. Oh, yeah. However, yeah. luckily for Joey, the registration officer, sir, is actually a rare hunter in disguise. Uh, he mm. knows Joey has the red eyes, so he hacks in. Well, he I'm not even sure hacking. He just edits it <laughs> he to race his ranking and get to get Joey in. 
He just changes it that easy. Yeah. Oh, and it's this part's so funny because he's doing this on like an old school nineties yeah, uh, box computer. Monitor. So he he'll swivel or the CRT around to show them the screen. Yeah. I don't know why that got me so good. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. But yeah, it's like Joey goes from being just fucking ready to fight Kaiba then and there, uh, to like being all ecstatic about getting his jewel disc, and he's and then and then to be like, oh shit, fuck, my sister has surgery. I gotta get to the hospital. Um, so he says goodbye to the gang and Philly runs off um, yeah. to the hospital mm-hmm. on the way um, he runs into a mysterious group of robed strangers who say we the ghouls will not let you pass <laughs> that's how Ghost opens up all their concerts yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then they close it yeah. with the horny one. At the end, at the end of all of their deals, the ghouls are like, "Oh, do you want to hear a really horny song?" <laughs> um, yeah. So they is don't that, do that, is that here. Your Swedish voice. Yeah, that's my that's my my papa voice or my Cardi C voice. <laughs> do you know about the female orgasm, <laughs> Joey Wheeler? The Cardi C. Oh my god, this is what it's called. I've never heard Cardi C before. That's so good. It's, it, oh, anyway, no, uh, let's stop talking about Ghost and talk about Joey Weeder, um, who gets kind of beaten up here. Yeah. So, you know, the duel happens. Um, the, the the ghoul keeps on playing just like kind of weak cards in defense. And Joey just keeps on beating him. Um, yeah, like his whole thing called- is like, oh, I'm going to play another card that lets me draw more cards. Bit of a bit of a pot yeah. of greed one here. Uh. Mm. He is like graceful charity. He discards two cards to draw three. Um, you know, does all this nonsense. And yeah, there's like a cut away of like Shizuka or Serenity at the hospital. Like, I'm waiting for my brother because I want my brother to be here for my fucking surgery. It's um, God. It's so I don't like it. It's so real. I'm not yeah. ready for it. Because Joey's not showing up to the hospital because he's fucking dealing. Um, to be fair, he did kind of get trapped into this and, like, forcibly... Yeah. It wasn't his choice to jail. He had to, but it's still... It's bad and real. Yeah. Um, so, the duel goes on. Janoshi um, ends up being able to summon red eyes by tributing monsters. And eventually, the ghoul plays Exodia? Yeah, but it just <gasps> happens. He's like, yeah. guess uh, why I've been playing shitty cards? And then just lays Exodia out on his dual disc. And yes. we get the very good animation of my dad arriving into this realm. Big, big man. The big there man is, is here. Strong, or, I feel like Exodia man. is now the medium man because Obelisk is there. I mean, bigness is all relative, but Exodia is still big. Okay, yeah. st- still a big man. Not like... Exodia you is know, technically still power, more powerful. He- He's the big weird man. He's big boss. Is he? Oh yeah, he's five thousand point. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, fair. Rare, yeah. Like Joey gets like it's uh, like shocked how he managed to get all of Exodia at once. But then like the rare hunter explains to him that like he's been doing dirty work and to like hunt down rare cards, and he has three whole sets of Exodia. Yeah. Okay. For These us, these are fake cards, right? Yeah. For us, he he. I think he literally just says like, "Oh, rare hunters have the ability to copy cards. Like they're pirate yep. cards." Yep, they were just fake cards. Yeah. Someone bought them uh, from the bodega down the road and like painted glitter paint on them. <laughs> <and> <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Shout out to Elizabeth. Shout out to Elizabeth. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Elizabeth. Oh, God. Um, I think they yeah, just so... imply... <laughs> like, in the dub, these are actual cards, but he's, like, fucked over so many people and, like, stolen so many cards that he's gotten three whole, like, three whole more sets of them off of, I guess, random anime protagonists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. well, there's only one Exodia, right? Canonically, I think so. Right? Like, yeah. I I refuse to believe that these are not fake. It might cards. be a retcon in the dub that these aren't. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, that yeah. sounds like a thing the dub would do. Um, but yeah. yeah, so Joey gets fucking totaled here. Um, not only like, does cartoon, he lose the jewel, cartoon noise beat up, but yeah. everyone like beats the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to the next morning, and like you know, fucking you get ready for school and shit, and like Shizuka's at the hospital, and Joey never fucking showed up. Yeah. Um, and and like mm-hmm. point blank refuses to have her eye surgery without Joey there. Like her mum is there. Um. The sort of uh, Joey and Shizuka's mom ends up calling Yugi, um, who I, I did notice answers well in his little star pajamas. Um, he does. It's really cute. Um, but yeah, and then everyone's like, "Where the fuck is? Jo- Why the fuck is Joey? Why the fuck? Why the fuck is Joey?" Um, and kind of muster a search for Joey. Uh, Honda get a fucking Honda top moments in these episodes, like hands down. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> They're like they're looking around they basically end up at like the docks there's like all like the the huge like steel crates that go on boats that are like all around them mm-hmm. cuz um, i like freaking the, they're yeah i think it's only honda that ends up at the dock i don't actually know i just remember like honda shows up on a sick motorcycle like honda get yeah. honda who did he borrow it from <laughs> honda i don't get honda tristan he okay it from tristan though, right? shows up on his honda can, can we go with that I like yes. that um, and he's like, yeah, I borrowed this from someone because it'll help me search the city faster. And, like, it really does. He's also wearing, like, a cool motorcycle jacket. And, like, yeah. I feel like Honda's finally found his niche. He's finally cool. And yeah. the bike is a recurring character. The bike is... Is it the same bike all the time? Like, I know he just kind of has a bike for the rest of the series. That's his stand. He can just conjure up a bike. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Highway Go-Go. Highway Go-Go. Um, uh. But yeah, he he um, he ends up kind of driving around Domino City really fast, yeah. and and finds Joey um, on the beach. Sat on the beach. I don't He's... think they. I don't think we actually get to see him meeting Joey. What? Wait, what? It just cuts what? to them at the hospital where Tristan found. Are you Joey. kidding me? Wait, what? Then That's... then what did you get? Then what was the point of this episode? There was just a montage of them tracking down Joey, and then they're at the hospital, and they had Joey. But oh my god! But that was the best part of the episode. Oh my god! Fuck I'm so it. sorry. We did it again. Um, yeah, like okay, so so let's let's just quickly run through what happens at the beach in in the sub. Um, there's a really good shot of, like, you know, um, Honda, like, drives past the beach, sees Joey, and then the next shot of is him just, like, l- physically leaping off his motorcycle onto the sand and, like, running towards Joey. Um, it's really good. And Joey's kind of, uh, sees him and he's like, ah! And then they, they have this argument, kind of, 
And it's this is like this is like literally Honda's best moment in this series for me. He like yeah. finally did something really good and not fucking horny. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, believe it or not, uh, Honda's good now. You know, all bad moments retconned. They didn't happen. <laughs> no, they did happen. We still hate him for that. Um, but we also love him for this because he just kind of kicks Joey out of his shit. Um, do you have written down anything specifically that he says, Max? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, di- I just said Genochi sat on the beach and Honda goes off. Yeah, he's basically like, dude, your sister is having fucking surgery. What the fuck are you doing out here, like, crying because you lost a card? Yeah, I know it was important to you. Yeah, I know, but, like, get to the fucking hospital, you idiot. And, like, just, it's really good. Uh, yeah. He goes off. Um, and then after that, he gives Joey a lift to the hospital on his bike. And they're both wearing motorcycle helmets. I liked that. I was like, oh yeah, safety it's first. Good. Yeah. They, they they drive by Yugi and Anzu in like the blink of an eye. Yeah. Yugi and Anzu are like, Honda who's... Is, who, who? My man Honda is driving at 150 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. He has to stay above 70 miles kilometers an hour or else... Uh, I would... S- speed 3, Domino City. The bike that couldn't <laughs> slow down. Hey, it's literally Highway Go-Go. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it's, no, it's not... Um, yeah, so, I mean, you at least got, like, you know, four kids at least give you the incredibly emotional moment in the hospital, right? Oh, absolutely, Please. we did get that. Like, it's a yeah. good scene. It's a good scene. I think Argyle has the full quote um, somewhere in this scheduling channel. Um, let's see. Yeah, I can't do anything right. Somehow I managed to let down the most important person in my life on the day she needed me the most. I must be the worst big brother in the history in the world. But you gotta believe me, Serenity. I'd never do anything to hurt you. You're more than just my little sister. You're my friend. And there's nothing in the world that can break the bond between us. Now open this door and give your big brother a hug, huh? Aww. I, like, I... <laughs> like I was literally I was like listening to this and it was just like a really emotional speech you know he's also just de- seen his estranged mother for the first time yeah. in like 10 fucking years yeah, and yeah. I was just listening to this and I was like how how, do, how is this gonna work in like Brooklyn monstrosity accent but it really does it works it does. Um, it's fucking good um, I always forget that his n- first name is Katsuya yeah because his mom never calls him Jinoshi because that'd be like a parent calling huh. their kid by their own last name that does make yeah. sense. Katsuya Genochi. Yeah. Or Genochi Katsuya. Genochi Katsuya. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, so Shizuka ends up opening the door to the hospital room and, like, sort of saying yes to the surgery. They, there's, like, this whole thing about how, like, oh, the doctor is an American doctor and he has to go home at such and such a time, so they have to start the surgery mm-hmm. before 12, so if Joey doesn't arrive in time and, you know, he ends up arriving in the nick of time, um brought in by honda um but yeah it's very good the kind of final part of the episode after the surgery is joey calls yugi um to say that all the surgery went well um yeah it is a success all is well yeah Um, yeah max oh i was just gonna say he like starts to talk about the rear hunters and and basically decides for some reason not to tell yugi that they have fake cards (laughs) Yeah, like this is a this is these are some episodes of like not telling Yugi things. <laughs> like everyone's trying to keep him ignorant and happy. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess, like, I can understand that because Yugi seeing that they have Exodia would probably, like, freak him out a lot. Yeah. But at the same time, that's kind of important information. I mean, if I had to, if I had to tell Yugi, like, Lil Yugi Moto, if I had to tell him anything bad, I don't think I could do it. I think I would just break down and be like, no, I can't, I can't do it. So, yeah, basically, like, that's you know, kind of the end of the episode. Those are the episodes. Yugi, gives him the, give him the deets, and then withholds the deets as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of like a very serious ending for these ones. Yeah. We had we had but good we, goof and we had intense emotion. All the best Yu-Gi-Oh things that we get. Yeah, tragedy and comedy. Hmm. Um. What's next? Tune behind uh, Tune World. Yeah. Next is Beyond Tune World. Beyond Tune World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Tune. Are you hey, gonna use the new fun really, theme music that Max cracked? That was into? a really cool. That was a really cool musical stinger that we all just heard. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I so, should still fix it and put the old Pegasus voice in, but for it's good. for this fine. week's episode, it's a work of art. for this week's installment of Beyond Tune World, we I'm going back to uh, back to season zero with uh, hmm. season zero uh, season zero Kaiba's voice actors and. Uh, Hikaru Midorikawa. Uh, I, I don't have any very clear info on his background, but he's from, he's from Odawara, uh, from, in the Tochigi Prefecture. Uh, he's represented by Aoni Productions. He's, let's see, according to Behind the Voice Actors, his blood type is B, his favorite car- cartoon character is Snoopy, and he likes collecting Nike running shoes and video games. Oh, and he can play what? the saxophone. A worm? What a talented yeah. individual. Yeah. No, I'm just imagining Season Zero Kaiba playing the saxophone. That would be really good. <laughs> and I like to see it. Yeah. So he's played, like, a large number of roles over his history. Probably the most... Recurring one is that he is the modern voice of Tian Shinhan from Dragon Ball. He some other notable roles. Uh, he's in. Let's see. He plays a uh, Garu. Did I get that right? Uh, Gara in Naruto. Oh, Sandboy. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, he love Mr. Sandman over here. Uh, he's. Let's see. He's uh, been in some other stuff. Oh, he's also Android sixteen. Uh, oh, cool! And Pycon. Uh, he, oh, Pecan. Yeah, yeah. He's the voice of Marth when they have to dub Marth for stuff. Uh, uh, there's. Oh, he's in Bobo 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 Bobo. He's in Blood Blockade Battlefront. He's in. He's in a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> sorry, yeah. Dad, I'm sorry, Dad. I'm still just laughing at this picture of Ed Sheeran that Max has posted in the scheduling shot where Ed Sheeran is edited to look like Gar from Naruto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's gotta. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Whew. Uh... Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt there. Yeah. But yeah, that's just some of his many, many roles. Like, he's in a lot of stuff. Uh, oh, he's also best yeah, genius. Really. 
<gasps> yeah. Oh? Number four hero. Yeah. My personal right? number one hero. If I could have one yeah, superpower, true. it would be bestionists. Honestly, yeah. though, you can make the best denim dresses in the world. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did y'all know that, like, the uh, costume design for uh, Mary Queen of Scots that came out this year, all the dresses are made out of denim? I haven't actually seen it, but that's what I've that's... heard. Word on the street from the costume design. Um, Dress. You can't tell I'm saying it differently, but there's dress. a J in front of it. Okay, okay. No, that works. That's like, a lot. Um, I am under duress to make this joke. Hey. Um, sh- sh- is que- question time? Question time? Oh yeah, we should question do some questions. Uh, we got a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, mainly I think we have. Uh, yeah, mainly we have questions that are left over um, from last week because we got a lot last week. Yeah. Um, I might, I might not even do all of these. Like, let's just let's just pick from. Let's just pick two. Um. Okay, here, yeah, here's one from from Jared. A Clyton Clink says to Pot of Greed. If there's one monster that you could summon to take on a date, uh, which one would it be and why? Mm, I think Maneater Bug would eat me. So maybe that's one time I won't have Maneater Bug. I would probably do Dark Sage. Okay, okay. He's like, he has refined tastes, I bet. He could probably appreciate, like, you know, a nice fancy dinner. He could pick a good wine. Yeah, maybe like I don't know, see a play or something. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For me, I mean, we did just watch the episode where we see Kaiba summon a uh, summon obelisk for the first time. And Sarah, it was you can't. Very good to see, but I don't. I I don't want to date obelisk. Uh, a he'd destroy me, and also he's got a tiny penis. Not that I'm very interested in that, but I do feel like it's a factor that we should mention um, for consideration. It's important. Um. We haven't actually met Dark Magician Girl yet, but I do oh love her. Oh my god, her. we haven't. We haven't. There's actually the a lot of different ones too. Like as there's like variants of her. There's a there's one you might like called a Gaga Girl. Gaga Girl. Gaga Girl. There's also Maybe there's um, Dark Chaos Magician is pretty cool too. Dark Chaos Magician is that the one with all of the belts? That's the bondage one, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. I think I'm going to stick with Dark Magician Girl. How about Gaga Girl? Oh, baby. I like Gaga Girl. I like her droopy hat. They all have droopy hats. Like, all the sort of Dark Magician squad. Oh, uh, yeah, it's true. Got this one looks hats. less like a... This one looks less like a croissant, though. <laughs> it looks kind of deflated. They all do look like croissants. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Dan, who would you do it? <sighs> you know... I really am not 100% sure. There's such a wide variety here. I think Summon Skull would kill me. And I... <laughs> yeah, dude. What a way to go. But are you um, into it? I am not, unfortunately. <laughs> mm. You know what? I can't decide. I'll just go with Lord of D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I changed my answer. Um, Time Wizard? So we could make this night last forever. Hmm. Is that is that, a, think... is that a Taylor Swift reference? It's Blink One Eight Two, actually. One okay. of my other favorite bands. I just assumed it was Taylor Swift because it came from you. I um... mean, hey, good bet. <laughs> <laughs> you probably you're usually right. Um. All right. Okay. The uh, the other ask I'm gonna read out is uh, one of the earlier ones we got, which is quite cursed. Um, but it's relevant because we did get that doggy flashback in right. this episode from Joey, and it says anonymous says to Pot of Greed. 
If Joey is the one with the dog fetish, then why is Yugi wearing a big ass collar? Solidarity? Trying to understand? Are they doggy boyfriends? <laughs> I think he's wearing it to support Joey. Yeah. Mem- remember Livestrong Bands? No. It's that. What? Oh, wait, no, I don't. The thing I do want to say. Those rubber bands that were to support cancer and stuff. Oh, L- yeah. Lance Armstrong. Are they called Livestrong Bands? I just called them. Yeah. Them rubber bris- bri- bracelet things. I didn't know they had a Yeah, Yugi's wearing the 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 the, the collar in support and solidarity. He's wearing Hiroshi. a Livestrong band, but around his neck because he's so small. He has a really small neck that it can fit a bracelet <laughs> around it. Hmm. Uh, I want to say that, uh, bitch, excuse me, I have that collar and I wear it all the time. And I now I'm just realizing that it gives people the impression that I'm horny. Hmm. No, nah, I don't know. Just like a choker. I mean, it's a little more than a choker. It but is like, quite an intense choker. That's just a, it's a fine thing to wear. Chokers are in, right? I guess. Hey, hey official official pod agreed newsletter. Chokers are back. Chokers are in. You're the choker. Yeah, yeah. And big ass dog collar chokers. It's fine to wear. I think, you're valid. I think Yami picked it out for him. Because <laughs> yeah. Yami thought it looked badass and also sexy and Yugi doesn't know that it's sexy he just thinks it's kind of cool yeah and yep. maybe Yami doesn't actually know what puppy play um I, oh he's going solely off of his 5000 year old fashion sense yeah. yeah so really he just picked he's like hey this looks cool put it on yeah no and you know ancient Egypt context. they had more of like a cat thing going on so yeah. it's we've it's, solved it whatever it solved is it. cat play is like puppy play, except the cat is the one who doms. <laughs> okay. God. That's uh, not an actual thing. I'm just fucking with you. But I, I mean, I would have believed ready, you. I was ready to believe. I believe. When do we deal with tsunami in these episodes? I believe in a thing called love. Uh, Are we cool again? Um. Yeah. And. Cool. I'll just I'll just close with a final ask, which is Dark Wizard James Mason says to Pot of Greed, Yu-Gi-Oh for Switch when? Um, uh, wait, wasn't there a thing Switch. actually announced? There I don't was. know. No, yeah, they're actually they're like not a goof. There was a Yu-Gi-Oh game that's announced that was in development for Switch. Oh, oh like, shit! I think it's a it's a port of something. I don't think it's Duel Links, but it's something like that. Yeah. James, so, yeah, you made like, it happen. Liter- you willed liter- it into the liter- world like the secret. Well, not only that. We were talking, me, James, and Scooter, like, weeks ago about Hollow Knight physical release, and they announced a Hollow Knight physical release today. So, like, James, you have the power. Mm. Use it for good. A friend of mine... A friend of mine uh, bought a very poor but hardcover translation of uh, Part 5 just, like, a day before Part 5 was announced. So, As in it, for JoJo? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like Part... Part 5 got announced as yada yada, but it was ending Part 4. So, like, mm. it's the bump. It all happens together. Everything is connected. Um, and with that, I think it's time for us to end our podcast. Yeah. Um, Ye- yeah, hi, lads. I have been Sarah Mook Costumes. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Sarah Mook Costumes. Wait, no, that's what I just said. Also, I have been Sarah, and you can find me at Sarah Mook Costumes. Those were sentences. Uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. I'm uh, Dan Silva. You can find me at at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero on Twitter. You can find my comedy blog uh, at Xbox underscore Holiday, 
which uh, recently celebrated Happy 311 Xbox. Um, Investigate 311? Yeah. I know what uh, that means. Also, uh, just so you know, uh, St. Patrick's Day coming up on Sunday. Uh, That's my sister's birthday. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, really? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to, I think this week I'll plug uh, Six Feet Under, which uh, recently made a new website. Uh, so you can learn more about them and their podcasts at www.sixfeetsunder.com. Yeah, they've got like, they've got now like a, they've got like full character bios for everyone. They, they've got a lot of nice things going on. They've got a, like they really worked on this new website after the old one went down from, I think what happened was like the thing, the pod. The website maker they were using for it, like, just stopped existing, so they couldn't update it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've lost my website. I'm busy trying to retrieve it. Don't um, go to sarahmcclintock.com. You can't find anything. Yeah. Pod agreed. Sponsored by Squarespace. <laughs> Give us Literally, money. the reason my website fucked up is because I tried to do a Squarespace trial and then didn't like it and then couldn't fucking... Anyway, fuck Squarespace. Uh, Max, how are you? Hi, I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at MaxiBajillion. Hey, you can also find me on Instagram at MaxiBajillion. You can also, you can follow me on Snapchat. You can add me at SnacksMix. That's S-N-A-X-M-I-X. I will actually Snapchat with you if you add me on Snapchat. That is a promise. Who uses Snapchat um, anymore apart from <clears throat> teens? Are you a teen, Max? Have you secretly been a teen this whole time? Yeah, do you, in May I'm turning 2016. Hey! Um, <laughs> Uh, pot agreed. Yeah, that's us. That's a podcast. <clears throat> that's a podcast. Um, yeah, shout out, shout out, Noise Space. Shout out the Orange Groves. Um, we have friends there. Check out their podcasts. Everyone yeah. listen to everyone's podcast. We have Twitter and love. Tumblr. You know where to find it. Probably. Tw- yeah, Twitter dot com at pot of greed. Tumblr. No, Twitter at pot of greed. Cast Tumblr is pot of greed dot tumblr dot com. You want to be a guest in Battle City? Okay. Let us know. Yeah, well, we'll squeeze you in. I'm currently could- laying myself down. I'm ending my turn. I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Good, night. Roy. Good night. Free Roy. Free Lyris. Free Roy. Um, free Roy. Investigate free, 311. Investigate 311. Uh, Good night, Battle Shitty. We love you. <laughs> Mwah. Mwah. Mwah.